y'all. It's your sugar here. And it must be seven, well, around 7.30 on a Wednesday night. And you know what it is. It's the sugar show with Natalie Sugar Brown, where you and I, you and Natalie Sugar Brown, gets to talk to talk about women's boxing. I am Sugar, aka Miss Too Bad, Natalie, and I am a former professional woman boxer. Okay, well, semi-retired. I don't know. Might I might dust the gloves off if if I get the right price, the right contract. But this is my platform to talk the talk, to talk women's boxing with you guys, my misfits that show up, giving you the authentic, authentic perspective of women's boxing and the business and the industry and how it really goes uh, down here, out here uh, with us women behaving badly. Okay, so yes, we are here. And it has happened. Tonight's show is called Mega Match Breakdown. And y'all know what Mega Match we're talking about. We're talking about the Clarissa Shields, Savannah Marshall card. Breakdown. It was, it was a great show. I can say I enjoyed, um, sorry, sorry, undercard lady. I mean, sorry. Undercard ladies, I can't give you no love, okay? Um, but uh, y'all were very supported in, in, in showing out for the, um, and, and being a part of this, that a groundbreaking uh, moment in women's boxing where you guys, um, Michael Orr comes in already, Shields broke Marshall down. Okay, we're going to talk about it. Groundbreaking, though. Let's talk about the historical value of this match. I think they did an excellent job in, um, I, I would say, showcasing in putting on in in putting on this show. Okay, they had a great press conference. They had great public workout. Um, they, um, they had the, the ladies walk out in style, walk in the venue in style. Um, they dressed it up and put it in a right beautiful package. Um, so let's talk. Okay. I was hoping more people would show up, especially with all that yang they was talking prior to about somebody getting knocked out. Um, yet and still we here and we going to talk the talk. Okay. So we're going to talk the talk still. Um, so Michael Orr says women's boxing channel is here. Where, where you at women's boxing channel? Where you at? I don't see you. Oh man. So I can't see messages tonight. So my producer, my co-producer, Mike, is going to have to translate and tell me what y'all saying out here. I mean, this really sucks. 
um women's boxing channel you have a lot to say i mean what kind of thing what kind of night is this all right so we i'm, I'm going to give the breakdown okay um i'm not seeing anything coming in Women's Boxing Channel comes up. Hi, I'll repost the all in same order. So you in the building. Okay, thank you for showing up, Women's Boxing Channel. Oh, I couldn't wait to get together. Hey, sugar, let's have a good one. Let's have a good one. So, um, well, you know they say ladies first. So, I'm going to start it off in women's boxing. We're going, we, we going to keep it going, okay? So let's start off with the co-main event. Let's start off with the co-main event, okay? Before we even get into the Shields, Marshall, let's talk about Mayor Baumgartner, okay? Um, <laughs> slow down, women's boxing channel, okay? So... I'm, I got to, I, I, I got to do, uh, I, I, I got to do like the progression of this match because I think the, per, the, the, the broad, the right broad won the match. First off, that's what I want to say. Okay. Um, Alicia Baumgartner grew up on us. Okay. She wasn't the same little middle school looking uh, playground fighting ass little girl that we saw before that Leonardo had to, you know, beat up a little bit. She changed and I like what she became. I like the broad she has turned into young and scrappy too, girl. You got a bright future. Okay. Now I want to talk about, um, I want to talk about what the game plan was because, boy, this thing, the girl gave me life, okay? The, the girl made me feel like she it was a little bit of sugar in there, okay? She had me on that. She, she had me bouncing in there, okay? Now, this is the thing, okay? I, listen, I mean, I got to keep it. I loved it from the beginning to the end. Miss Baumgartner was in there. I'm sorry, I had to say she took on a little bit of sugar. Okay, she came out at the press conference and she was such a spicy little bitch. It made me want to see her do what she said she was going to do to Michaela in the ring with her. I mean, and she beat Michaela on ev at every turn all the way into the ring. The girl showed up looking hot, looking good. Michaela Meyer came, what, what was the jacket she was wearing though? I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to go in. Michaela Meyer, cause listen, us in women's boxing is talking and we, I ain't the one, I, I ain't the only one that said this. Michaela Meyer had on the thriller Michael Jackson jacket. She looked like she was going, she, she looked like she just came off the set on, on the Disney version of Michael Jackson Thriller. Girl, it was not, your outfit was not giving, okay? And then during the, re, I mean, during the press conference, she wouldn't even, 
She wouldn't even really look at and engage with Alicia Baumgartner. So we were all saying Alicia got her beat already, right? She Alicia was getting under her skin, telling her Saturday, I'm going to beat you Saturday. I'm going to take your belt Saturday. I'm going to bust your ass. And it was just wonderful. Michaela Meyer, I don't want to do it. Coach Al wants us to train. She was deflecting everything instead of looking at her and telling her what she not going to do on Saturday. So, you know, you a champion and you have your belts or whatever. If somebody's telling you what they're going to do to you, you might have to remix it and let them know, no, no boo-boo, no boo-boo. This is what's going to happen to you on Saturday. But Michaela didn't have the moxie. And that's what I always saw. I always saw Michaela Meyer being protected. Remember, this is women behaving badly. So yes, we are going to, we are some bully bitches. Yes, we are some meanies. Yes, but we're also nice with it, right? And yes, we're also confident enough to say the bad naughtiness that we're going to do, okay? And if you disagree with the fact that I'm going to bust your ass, you better tell me a different story and a better story. And the audience is there to hear it. That's what's selling. That's what women's boxing, that's what sells us, right? We don't walk around being tough guys. We walk around being women who will behave and who behave badly, okay? And so, um, I, I, you know, you guys, y'all need to type and send a letter to whoever y'all need to send it to because, listen, it was a pretty decent, the person who hosted the, uh, you know, pre-fight interview and everything, she, it, it was okay. She sounded like, she sounded like a principal. <laughs> she sounded like a principal interviewing two girls who are going to fight in the schoolyard. Right? No. Yeah, y'all need to find better. Y'all need to find uh, people who are going to do a better job. Right? Because y'all put so much money into all the other theatrics. Y'all need a personality to get this thing going right so it's not oh so what do you think oh well, you it sounds like you guys have a you guys just hate each other and dislike each other and we can't say we can't wait for saturday no you need somebody to say oh girl and it's been how many years since you've been wanting to bust her ass really and it's been how many years since she said what to you and in amateurs, really? So it's really messy, ain't it? So Saturday, right? You need somebody to sell it. You Y'all need a better instigator, <laughs> okay? Because at the end of the day, it's a fight. Now, let's get into fight night, okay? So fight starts and... You know, we got a lot of faking round one. We got a lot of faking. We got a lot of fainting. We got a lot of, you know, measuring. We, we you know, pawing jabs. You know, it's, no real action started. 
off in round one. You would think, right? But two of these, both of these ladies seem to have a plan for, for that ass for each other, okay? And so when there are strategies, when there are real strategies, fights build slowly, right? And that's for people who know boxing. Right when they come in, guns are blazing. There was no plan. There's really no strategy in that. So these two ladies were taking their time, and they were going to use every bit of the round to set up the plan. So from round one, I saw where Michaela does what she always normally does. Right, she jukes and jives. Right, and she sets up her range and her long range, and Alicia. Uh, also, jooting and, and, and jiving and faking, right? But what people didn't understand or what people haven't seen, because there are a lot of people up in arms about uh, how the fight went, and they, they believe Mayor won, which Mayor didn't want win. In round one, Mayor set up her range, and Mayor is a long-range fighter. Mayor fights off, Mayor fights in deep water. She fights her opponents in deep water, as we call it. And deep water means at the end of her long range, okay? Because that's where she has leverage on her shots. Michaela Myers most powerful on the outside, okay? So the shorter fighter, Alicia Bumgarner now, Everyone, the simple people in boxing would think, oh, she's got to get in. She's got to get in. She's got to get in the land. But that's the simple folks. Let's talk real boxing, okay? So this is what I loved. And I saw it unfold in front of me, and it just delighted me. Alicia said, oh, you want to fight me in deep water? All right, I can swim. And she stayed out there at the end of the range, which I always like, this is what I'm saying, which is what sugar would do, right? Stay out, fight, right? Because she's in tremendous shape. So yeah, I'll fight you in deep water because I can swim, right? My skills and my conditioning and my power gonna keep me afloat. And so when Michaela, right, going into round two, is thinking, I got her where she where I want her. Alicia von Gardner is fighting her in fighting her in her range. So she's staying at the end of those shots, but she's not afraid of those hard shots coming in. Why? Because let me explain to you the math. Okay, so Michaela Meyer is the taller fighter. Alicia Bumgarner is the shorter fighter. Everyone knows, okay, height is an asset in the fight, right? It gives you range, right? And the shorter person would have to fight to come in. But also, if the shorter person makes you step outside of your range, you become shorter because now you're reaching. 
You're sacrificing your height by reaching out to catch or to, to connect with the strike of the of the opponent in front of you. So in doing this now, Alicia Bumgarner starts stepping back, right? Start stepping back outside of Michaela Meyer's range and making Michaela Meyer reach just a little bit more every time she shoots a shot until next thing you know, you see Michaela start exaggerating that long ass jab that she has exaggerating that right hand and reaching to connect while Alicia is on the end making her miss. Now, when she's reaching, she's reaching, she's shrinking down to Alicia's height. Okay. Now, in what's going on here, Michaela Meyer doesn't realize, nor does Coach Al realize what's happening and what the set out, what the setup is, right? With between um corner and corner. I think Alicia Bumgarner's corner was brilliant in coming up with this strategy because it's the same way I would have taken the same way I would have given her exactly what she wanted. I would have played her game against her. So now she's reaching, right? And now uh, it, going into round four, right? Because sorry, I don't have, I, I don't have footage, don't, can't get flagged. And I don't have a slideshow, but by round four, um, Michaela is reaching and missing shots. And now when you're reaching and you're, and, and you're shooting those long shots, your punch volume decreases, right? So she's trying so hard to connect with the one long shot that she's not coming with more than one or two shots at a time. And what Alicia's doing at the end of Michaela's range, just outside, is she's deflecting the shots. And because Michaela now is in position from reaching, she's right in, she's right at the point where Alicia can run her hands and connect with her. So she's getting timed now, reaching, missing, and then getting countered, right? So Alicia now has the timing on that. Every time she attempts, every time Michaela attempts that long ass shot, Alicia deflects and runs her hands back with three, three to four punch combinations, okay? And strong shots coming back, overhands, catching Michaela with that overhand coming in after she's reaching um, or, or, simultaneously with uh, Michaela reaching in for those straight long jabs and, and straight long right hands. Okay. Now we're getting to maybe round uh, six or seven. And now Alicia Bumgarner is stepping around Michaela Meyer while deflecting shots, while making her reach. And then 
countering with three to four punch combinations where Michaela Meyer is still stepping to her slow and long like Frankenstein and getting countered and missing those long shots. So the whole generalship looks like Bumgardner is the one in charge, okay? Bumgardner, it started out where Bumgardner let her think that, yeah, you're the hunter and I'm the prey. And by round seven, eight, Bumgardner turned the fight around and Bumgardner became the hunter. And Michaela Meyer ended up being the prey who was getting her ass ate up by counter punches, trying to find her way out of the maze that Alicia uh, was making for her by now bouncing on her toes and deflecting shots and just a wonderful execution of the performance um, in winning this undisputed lightweight uh, match. Now I'm going to go in with these guys because they've been like, they've been back and forth with women's boxing channel and Michael Orbin going at it while I'm doing the recap on this fight. And I feel kind of left out. So I'm going to read. Okay. So women's boxing channel comes out saying, uh, Shields won fair and square and Bumgarner won one, two, three, eight, ten, And it should have been a draw. Nah, boo boo. Bumgarner won that fight. Okay. Ain't no rounds at Michaela. We talking about generalship. We're not talking about point fighting. Uh, and, and please tell me where you saw uh, Michaela ever in charge in that in that match. Michaela was dancing to Alicia's tune. If you if you were watching the match, right? See, it's not about. Uh, sometimes it's it's not about punches act actually connecting. There is layers to it right? There's the setup. Okay. So yeah, she might've got hit with punches, but you're not seeing that your girl, Michaela was getting ate up by counter punches and Michaela now was not throwing punches in volume because she was stepping into the traps set by Alicia Baumgartner. Okay. Um, Alicia made her reach and fold her long ass body over and was catching her with body shots. Y'all didn't see that. So when you make a fighter put themselves in a position to get hit, when you see a fighter make another fighter put themselves in, a, in different positions so they can get hit, it's called generalship, right? The fighter, one's leading the dance, and the one who's leading the dance is the one who's winning. And Alicia Baumgartner was leading the dance, okay? Uh, May, uh, Women's Boston Channel says, Mayor can bugger off with her rematch request, as she didn't give Hamadouche one when Hamadouche won, but Mayor got the nod through, uh, being, through bent top-ranked judges. Hello. Did she really think she was going to get a rematch? As many people as Michaela Meyer robbed, 
She really thought she was going to get it. That's what that tickled me so much. She thought she was going to get it. I loved it when Alicia said, "No, she that girl ain't getting no rematch. I'm I'm moving on to I'm moving on to undisputed Choi. Girl, who is you now? I just beat you. Get to the end of the line. Like Michaela Myers, like she didn't get it. You're not that gal anymore. <laughs> bye bye. Right, talking about rematch, girl, child, please. Um. So yeah, you ain't getting no rematch, boo boo, and we don't want to see that again. To be honest. Um, women's boxing channel said first time. Uh, Mayor doesn't have her Bob Aaron biased judges and she loses. I mean, did you see, but looking at her performance, did she, she did the same ass thing that she's always done. She did the same thing that she's, did you think, did you think that Watusi was going to be cute in England? No, girl, you're not on your porch. You got to come out with something better. You got to get us interested. Like, did she really think that being Michaela Meyer was going to win her that match? She came with that same, I think she, girl, child, please. No. Okay. And she was a spoiled sport about it too. You know, after she, she really, um, she really showed who she was, right? You, you, you she, she showed that you are not that uh, nice girl next door that you want everyone to be. You a spoiled ass little girl. And you may need to go take, sit your ass down or take a little break and, and, and find out and learn about yourself just like Alicia Bumgarner did, right? Bumgarner ate the humble pie. Leonardo got, beat beat her ass she did she did and she went and like she said i worked my ass off for this right eat the pie <laughs> y'all been watching that series i'm not even gonna say the name eat the pie okay eat that humble pie okay because Ain't nothing. We've all, we're women. Okay. In life, we're people in life. And sometimes you, you have, you get a big slice of humble pie. Okay. And you got to have a strong stomach or you got to be strong enough to eat that slice and come back again. And it's okay. It's okay. Um, Women's Boxing Channel said, you talk about Mayer's outfit, but Bumgarner's knickers were a bit short. That What's with wearing thongs nowadays? When she walked, she looked like she was chewing a toffee. Ain't complaining, just saying, let me tell you something. You complaining about seeing, uh, seeing um, some nice legs and a nice ass? Are you really complaining? Um, Sugar's last fight. I might put my last fight, my last outfit was similar to Baumgartner's outfit, okay? They really, like, I was, uh, she, 
I don't know. Like I said, it looked like she 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 might have been feeling sugar, okay? Because her outfit was very much like my very was what I wore my la the outfit that I wore in my last fight, and uh, I wore the French cut panties under the, under the um it it wasn't boxing trunks. It it was a um. A drape in the front and a drape in the back. And if you saw something, it was your lucky night. Okay? Because, yes, when you get to that point, you work damn hard. I don't let, I ain't hiding nothing. I ain't shamed. Right? You can look at this nice ass. You can look at this these nicely shaped legs. You want toffee? You want to choose some toffee? I got, I got a lot of stuff. I got my... I got a lot of stuff. My bum kid, you, you could chew chew on this bum too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she looked fantastic. Okay. I'm not mayor looked good too. Mayor was in great shape or whatever, but uh Alicia Bum Gardner, she could have she could have went ahead and done a fitness competition, uh uh one of those bikini competitions immediately after the fight and still win. And that's what I'm talking about, right? Slaying. I'm a fan. She's a sugar. She, she, Alicia, you got me, girl. Congratulations. I am so proud of you. Um, I, I, that, that's just the, uh, she shows that her performance and, and how she handled the whole thing. It shows the evolution of women's boxing. Yes, right? Um, that's what I envisioned uh, a, a woman boxer would be like, or one type of woman boxer would be like, right? Um, and like I said, you know, she took a page from all of us uh, before her that was that type of broad, right? She would, she, she's just a sexy badass. And she went in there and she, and she got it. I love that. Um, Michael Orr says, women's boxing channel, WBC. I did notice the same thing. Okay. Then Michael Orr. So you, it sounds like y'all got some good taste. Y'all just not, y'all just not trying to um, embrace it. Okay. If you noticed it, that means you're looking at something good. Um, uh, Michael Orr says her bum looked very hungry. Women's Boxing Channel says, ha, 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 Mike, bum gardnering. Okay, so y'all going in on my girl. Listen, y'all can't say, y'all can't say nothing else, right? It was looking good. Um, uh, Mayor did make readjustments to her game in the fourth. Uh, she made readjustments to her game in the fourth, but by that time, she was already locked into reaching. And her, she was getting timed and countered like a mug. It was pretty much over for her, right? Because by the fourth round, remember, it's two-minute rounds. It's a sprint. You got to now catch up. You got to start catching up. You can't, if you get to the fourth round and they're not clear about who's winning, I don't know what to say, right? That's the thing about two-minute rounds. You think, um, people think that two-minute rounds is the same as when um, 
or you know the, the rounds are the same as with the guys but the, the rounds are not the same as with the guys two minutes is a totally different game plan okay you got to do what you need to do right there you are sacrificing you you are sacrificing rounds in two minute rounds because uh the setup you don't have that long to set up like how the the males have that time that through that full other minute to set some stuff up you don't right so you have to be subtle and you have to break that time down wisely in order to execute a proper strategy and plan right without it looking like a glorified amateur match Katie Taylor, you know what I'm saying? Bumgardner really boxed. Bumgardner boxed. Michaela Meyer boxed too, right? But Alicia Bumgardner evolved. She changed the game. She made everybody see that you can execute a plan and strategy, a good one, right? A, 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 a setup type strategy into in two minutes. I think it's a 10 rounder, right? In with two minute rounds, uh, um, in 10 rounds with two minutes duration, right? Nobody's looking at that, but sugar is letting y'all know, okay? This performance looked nothing like um, Katie Taylor versus uh, Amanda Serrano, right? Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano, glorified amateur point fighting. Yes, I said that. Michaela Meyer versus Alicia Baumgardner, professional boxing. And that's what excites me or excited me about this match. Both ladies had wonderful strategies, right? And both ladies executed, right? It's just that Bumgardner now elevated the game because Michaela Meyer thought that she was going to come with the same cookie-cutter-ass strategy that she was beating everybody with. Her and Coach Al Heyman, he should know better, right? And Alicia and her people said, nah, we got some tricks, too, up our sleeves, and they won. Um, Michael Orr says, sugar, you have them boots. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I sure do. I love them boots too. Right. So you see it, you just make me feel good about the stuff I do and sugar, sugar, because somebody put some article came out. People just be writing anything about women's boxing talking about um, these girls, so-and-so pulled at Ebony Bridges. I didn't even want to say this. Who the hell is Ebony Bridges? Talking about she pulled a Ebony Bridges by um showing up to weigh in, weighing in in lingerie. Are you stupid? Whoever it is that wrote that, I'm calling, no, I'm not asking you. You stupid. You made a whole ass article without doing homework. Um, women, us women been weighing in and fighting in lingerie. Okay. 
that wasn't nothing new and Ebony Bridges ain't start nothing. Okay. She had everybody's eyes on her because she got them tig old bitties. Okay. And she made quite an investment in having that. Right. But Ebony Bridges, she ain't even no fighter on no level to be talking about. She set any trend. So let's dead that, okay? Ebony, you doing all right out there and you cute out there, whatever, but come on now. Um, you ain't set no trend, okay? Um, I believe it was Kathy Collins. Um, I was the first woman that I saw weighing in in lingerie, but women were weighing in in lingerie in the 18, 1900s when women were, were boxing because that's all they, they, they fought in their knickers, which was lingerie, okay? So um, that, okay? And that's number one. Number two, at the women, I, I, I wanna make this, I, I wanna make this point at the first women's world championships. Well, no. The second women's world championships, which was in Turkey, they made all of us weigh in naked and the male coaches were in there too. Okay. So ain't no first or anything like that. We like, we've been, we, we've been showing up. We, we've been, been right. We've been, been being naughty. We've been, been doing outrageous stuff. Okay. Um, and it just shows our dedication and the respect that we have for what we do. Okay. Um, in, in, in making it in showing up despite of all of these things that people may, um, make us feel negatively about, we still showed up and we did it. And we, we, we were empowered by doing what we did. And we still are empowered by doing what we do. Um, now, uh, Michael Orr says, Bumgardner was explosive, encountered, uh, encountered superbly, but it lacked rhythm. Um, Mike, I don't know what you're talking about in with rhythm. Please um, elaborate more on rhythm, right? Because I'm going to say this. Just because you don't understand the rhythm don't mean it's out of rhythm, okay? I totally understood everything that Bumgardner did. Um, Michael Orr comes in. She couldn't get into a flow. Yes, she did get into the flow, right? Um, uh, Michael Orr says every time she went back to the corner, she was told to let her hands go. That doesn't mean she wasn't flowing, right? They're going to tell when you go back to the corner, if they tell you um, Women's Boxing Channel, LOL, Mike got told. No, it's not that I'm telling anybody. I'm letting y'all know from somebody who has actually fought and been in there, okay? This fight, like, the re I, this reason why I'm spending so much time talking about this fight is because this fight I this fight speaks to me. This fight is how sugar fights, right? She brought she came she brought that shit back. I I was so proud to see that that little broad in there, 
right? Because it makes it, it made me feel like, you know, I left something in there, right? She came back and she was she she was doing exactly, she looked like little sugar in there. And um I'm I'm gonna claim it. Um maybe she didn't feel like it, but you know what I'm saying? Look at look at sugar's old fight, look at sugar's last fight. Same thing. Um and so um it wasn't if if you go back to your corner and they say you're doing great, oh, you're doing good. What we do is we tend to leave that urgency on the stool when we go back out there. So they had to tell her, let your hands go, let your hands go, right? So she keeps the urgency in putting her shots together and knowing that she's gotta she's gotta throw no less than three to four punches, right? So it's not, Bob, 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 y'all are looking for that point fighting shit. And I'm letting y'all know that that rhythm and stuff, that's point fighting. We talking about pro boxing. We talking about fighting, right? Ain't no rhythm. There is a rhythm in fighting, but it ain't what you think it's going to look like. Right, y'all. They're talking. Y'all looking at uh, Katie Taylor. Y'all looking at Serrano. They they fight like amateurs. So you're gonna see a rhythm. Ba 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 ba. Move move. Ba 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 ba. Move move. That's amateur fighting. Pro fighting is seeing what's what's doing what's necessary on the spot. trying to open in opportunity or seeing what's in the present and taking as much of that as you can. Right. And it's sometimes, and it looks like it's not a rhythm, but it is, it is. She leaned over, boom, I caught, I touched that body. Right. It's not because she leaned over opposite. She's boom. I touched the body. I'm going to go back to that. That's a shot. That's going that's going to come back to me uh, in another two rounds because I hit her rib. Yeah, right? I'm hitting her. I'm hitting her kidneys, right? These shots are going to come back to me two rounds from now. And that's what Bumgarner was doing. And it was beautiful because that's what you had to do against a fighter like Michaela Meyer. Michaela Meyer is tall compared to Alicia Bumgarner. You have to fold her. You have to make her give up height, right? You have to make her give you an angle so you can strike. If she's standing straight up, you're not going to be able to hit that angle. And the only way you're going to be able to connect with her is if you try to come straight in. Now, if she's at an angle, you have different bites that you can take. That's fighting. And a lot of people don't know shit about fighting. Okay? You can read books about how to box and point fight, but professional boxing is a fight. It's a fight. It's not hit and don't get hit. It's hit and think about what kind of hit that you might have to take to get that other hit. I've gone in there and I've, I've, I've been in there. I've weighed, I've, I've weighed the options. 
I step in. That's why now we use our shoulders. When we go in, we go in behind our hands. We go behind our shoulders to deflect shots. And that that shot is still gonna that shot is still gonna graze you sometimes. Or you may catch the shot to come in so you can come up with a heavier shot, or you could come over with a heavier shot. Right? That's fighting. That's the setup. That's the adrenaline rush that I was so addicted to. Because you really don't feel that, right? Um, that's where these guards and, you know, Philly Shell and all of that stuff come in. Because the guard is used now because you, you finna walk through fire, gunfire, bombs, right? And instead of running away now like these glorified amateur boxers hit and don't get hit track star shit you putting your guard up and you step in right and you catching and you giving back and you catching and you posting and you setting up you rocking back off the leverage and giving it that's fighting Okay, that's when the rabbit hole gets deeper. So congratulations, y'all. In watching this fight, you have witnessed a step up in women's boxing. Um, Michael Orr says she countered superbly. I'm not taking that from her, but for me, she could have had them hands busier when she was on the front foot moving forward. She might have been able to score a knockdown or finish. Um, I, I hear what you're saying, Mike, um, but that's one dimensional fighting. I want you to watch the fight again. I wish I was able to, I'm, I'm gonna try to figure out you guys a way how we can get these, how we can watch these fights together. But it wasn't about the obvious. The obvious wasn't going to win Alicia Bumgarner the fight, right? Because obviously, Michaela Meyer's bigger. Obviously, her shots are longer. Obviously, the all of the obvious advantages belong to Meyer, right? She had to make or break Meyer down in other ways in order to land, in order to put Meyer in positions where she can strike her. And the thing about it is she understood that Michaela Meyer psychologically ain't got it, right? Because boxing, a fight is mind and body mind and body you getting hit you throwing these counters and you're michaela meyer these always work these always work and boom the hell that come from she she's not supposed to be hitting me that's what Mich michaela was thinking right she slumped over she's bent over and she's overextending her shots right and then oh oh shit. she hit my body she's not supposed to be hitting me here these thoughts, right? 
start lingering in her mind. Right? We we not go bots in there. I I I, I, I this is what I want y'all to understand. Alicia made it a pro fight. She made that shit real against um, Michaela. She broke Michaela down. Michaela then started to overreach, chase her. Michaela Mars started to throw harder than she probably should have. Because now she's thinking, I got to get it back. I got to get her. How is she hitting me? I got to get her. Without realizing that What's beating her is the fact that Bumgarner is making her make mistakes. Making her sacrifice her posture, making her overextend her range, making her throw harder shots, making her not think about her big plan, making her more frustrated. Okay? And being right there, Alicia's being right there to capitalize on all of those mistakes every time Michaela Meyer attempts to attack. That's the mind. That's real boxing. That's real fighting. And that's how Alicia Bumgarner won. Um, Michael Orr says she might have been able to score a knockdown. Nah. She wouldn't go score a knockdown against Michaela Meyer. Mm -mm. Um, Bumgardner wasn't able. Would uh, Bumgardner is not seasoned enough. The punches and her angles and what she knows right now, she has. I see the potential of her one day being able to do that to a fighter like Michaela Meyer again in the future, but at this time, she's not seasoned enough to do that. And the reason why she was able to knock Terry Harper out is because Terry Harper, look at her at 152, looking looking like um, she belonged there. Terry Harper's um, fight was with the weight. Terry Harper could not make that weight anymore. So when Baumgartner came and blasted her with that shot, she wasn't able to come back from it, right? Michaela Meyer is that weight, right? So that's not going to do nothing to Michaela Meyer. And, and Baumgartner don't have that knockout power to drop no Michaela Meyer when she's in her full weight, okay? Um... Uh, Women's Boxing Channel says one main difference between Mayer and Bomb is that Bomb sits on her shots way more than Mayer to the body. Um, Mayer, no, nah, don't sleep on Mayer's body shots. Mayer executes beautiful body shots, right? It's just that May all of Mayer's previous opponents were tailor-made. Remember, I did the episode about hand-picked. Y'all got to keep up with sugar. It's a real, like what I'm saying is real. One thing leads to the next. If y'all keep up with my shows, y'all will understand how these things come together now, right? So when you're in front of fighters that you're, that's tailored, handpicked and tailor-made for you, you know, 
you look you look devastating you you look you know amazing right when you're in front of a fighter who's actually a contender and a challenger you ain't looking so hot right because nothing is planned there's no silent agreements that what's what you practiced in the gym is gonna happen in the fight right you got to set that shit up you gotta you got to plant the seed and hope something grows from round one till the till the very last round and you got to cultivate the ass whooping that's how that works so that's why i'm spending so much time on this fight right because you're looking at a fighter who's always had cherry pickings have to now fight a real problem a real contender and y'all see y'all saw how it went you see how it goes that's the worst nightmare of all of these paper tiger ass broads out here what Michaela Meyer went through yeah right so that was her comeuppance right that that's what that was a long time coming for Michaela and her ass should have I mean she should have prepared for it you don't come in you don't come into a fight like that doing what you've always done you got to know that a real contender is gonna do their homework on your ass right you got to know that you you got to know that somebody who really wants to win is gonna crack your damn code um Michael Orr says is seek and destroy to be honest, I thought this fight should have happened on USA soil. Didn't matter to me where it happened because that fight was a great fight for everyone and anyone to see on whatever soil it was. Um, Michael Orr says, for me, this fight, though short of expectations, considering both their future opponents for K um, expectations, considering both their future opponents for Katie Taylor, Man, um, I, I'm, I'm not interested in seeing Katie Taylor fight anybody anymore, especially after these two fought. Those two are real fighters. What am I, like, why are we, why do we want to see them fight an, a glorified amateur? to see how they beat how to see to see them come this like because uh Katie Taylor and them is not going to let uh Katie fight none of them girls if that's how they're looking if if that's how they're fighting right just know just know that those were those are two real strategists Michaela Meyer and Alicia Bumgarner, two real strategists. Okay, they broke them two minutes down, and they they put the skills in it to pay the bills. Um, Michael Orr says uh, fell short of. Okay, Michael Orr also says. So you're saying the lacks. You're saying she lacks the ring experience. I suppose you mean about me saying Baumgartner is not seasoned enough uh, to do what you, you're expecting her to do. Exactly. She's a young broad. I think she's still in her 20s. That's 
that's crone shit that you're trying, that you're talking about, right? And I'm fingers crossed that we get to that soon to where we're not even excited about a young bra, a little girl um, finally, finally being able to execute a plan in the ring. We're going into crones now that know how to put an ass whooping together, right? And and can make and and can make some shit happen in there, right? I'm just I'm just happy that I don't have to see glorified amateur boxing anymore. I'm I'm just happy about that. Okay, um, so yes, I see a good future in Bumgarner becoming a badass crone, um, a bad growing into being a badass broad and being good at um, what what she's gonna ultimately be which is a great champion um women's boxing says hamadouche wasn't a cherry pick she was a world champ holding the ibf here we go again did you look at did you watch my um belts and bodies um did you watch my belts and bodies episode i don't care if she had the the macy's um glitter barbie doll belt I don't care. She paid her fee and she had a belt, right? Hamadouche was also one dimensional. She came straight forward. She was there for Michaela to hit. It was just that Hamadouche is tough as nails and was strong and the pressure was too much for Michaela. And I think she, I think the pressure did beat Michaela, right? But that that style was cherry picked because she she fought the same look at look at the progression of the fighters that they're putting in front of Michaela Meyer okay she fought she looked the same type of style and the same type of fight as um Helen Joseph okay look at it straightforward one dimensional no head movement, no jiving, no changing of levels, no changing of ranges, which is what Alicia Baumgartner put in front of her. Michael Orr says, LOL, yes. Michael Orr also says she's 28 years old. Yeah, so she's a young broad. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, and Hamadouche beat Obanov, Sanchez, and uh, Mezzi along the way. Okay, good on her. Um, does, uh, th does that mean that her style styles make fights, boo boo? This is what I'm saying. So I'm not saying she was easy. What I'm saying is she was picked. She was cherry picked. Her style was simple enough. Even though she was a champion with it, her style was simple enough to make mayor look great and to make Mayer look good enough to beat her. I'm not saying Mayer is a walk in the park. What I'm saying is Mayer is a made fighter, a made champion. She's not built like Bumgarner is. Bumgarner actually had, she worked hard. She got her ass handed to her and she came back and she took opportunities and got herself back in a position to where she took her opportunity and now she's a world champion. That's amazing shit. 
Um, you guys, I just have to take a, a minute break. All right, y'all. So I'm back. All right. So we're going to leave that and we're going to get into Marshall versus Shields. Okay. So this is the fight everybody was talking about. This is the fight that they were saying Marshall was going to knock Clarissa Shields out. How'd that work out for y'all? How'd y'all, how y'all feel about what happened? Okay, once again, strategy, strategy, two strategic women, professional women in the fight. Okay, so, um, my, my, uh, my, my guy, women's boxing channel joins in, uh, KT fights by windmilling and in, uh, and in and out and she ain't done so bad. So I don't know what you mean by that. Um, I mean, styles make fight. Yeah. So they put it, Katie Taylor point, point fight. She'll point the shit out of you. Okay. She's not hurt. Nobody. She's not dropping nobody. She's pop, 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 pop and gone. Pop, 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 road runner. Mimi. Everyone's trying to chase her. No one has cut Katie Taylor off or down. No one has roughed her up since Delphine Pursun. And if y'all watch Delphine Pursun, you can refine that and crack the code, but no one's doing that. Everyone thinks that they can outrun the roadrunner. The coyote ain't done it. How you think you gonna outrun the roadrunner? Doesn't work that way. You got to meet her where she's going. You got to hurt her where she's at. And no one's thinking about how to do that, how to set that up. Right? So she's she will always come out and she will always escape. Right? Um, Tom and Jerry. Like, how do you do? You, Tom never caught Jerry. Right? You, you want to always chase a mouse? Right? A mouse. Mouse got all these different ways to, to get away from you. You got to trap a mouse. But that's real strategy. And none of these guys in these ladies' corners got that IQ. Except for Alicia people them. Alicia people them. Now that's a team. Whoever put that strategy together, mwah! Bellissimo. Yeah, I'll pay for that. I'll I'll pay uh, I'll pay uh 15% of my purse for that. Yeah, it's worth it, right? But you ain't gonna come like the, the these these guys in the corner, they simple. They don't nothing, they don't know nothing about boxing, right? They don't understand what two minutes 
what you got to do in two minutes to win a fight. They don't understand how many rounds you have to win fighting two minutes in order to win a fight. They don't understand how to affect a, an opponent with only two minutes, which it's, it is possible. But they're doing everything based on the three-minute cookie-cutter outline, which is why a lot of these women are looking slow and losing and getting tired. Um, uh, women's boxes said, KT and Hamadouche fight the same style is what I'm saying. You may have a point there, right? But Hamadouche doesn't move as much as Katie Taylor. And Hamadouche doesn't have uh, the um, as good a footwork as Katie Taylor. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, but Coach L got Coach of the Year last year. So? So? How many women's boxers does Al Heyman have? He got the one Michaela Meyer. Okay, he may have gotten the Coach of the Year. Okay, I know Coach Al. Coach Al used to be at my, at my kitchen with Vernon Forrest. I grew up watching Coach Al Heyman. Coach Al, they used to come down to my gym, right? And and, and we all, you know, everybody's had a touch of uh, Coach Al. Um. So, that doesn't mean he's smart. That doesn't mean he has all the answers. We need to stop putting all of these people on the pedestal. You've seen what he did. He had Michaela Maya come out with that old dusty ass style that she does all the time. And she got embarrassed, like she got beat. People, if you know boxing, you know Michaela Maya. She, it was embarrassing how she got, how um, Bumgardner did her on Saturday. She was reaching and missing. We don't do that out here. This is professional. We don't do that. <laughs> um, Al Mitchell. Yeah, Al Mitchell. Um, Al Heyman, yeah, it's one of them Al's. <laughs> um, about my father's business. What's up, Natalie? Coming in the building. Hey, I see you about my father's business. Thanks for showing up. We talking about the big women's match, the mega match that just happened um over the weekend i'm about to wrap up soon because my 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 young man he's got a big basketball game that he's playing tonight so i'm gonna wrap up soon you guys but thanks for showing up about my father's business um let's let's take it to the women's match um uh marshall versus uh shields now in this fight i'm gonna say this i'm just gonna keep it really simple here because um, what I saw in this match, round one, um, Clarissa Shields, who is a great strategist, who has great strategists as well, came out the blocks. She came out the block. She ran her hand. She was given angles. She was landing on Marshall and Marshall, all Marshall was trying to do was control her get her to where or get to where she can uh hang with clarissa in those first couple rounds okay 
because Marshall got that kind of awkward noodly style out there, noodly, and she was doing all of that, right? Clarissa Shields ate up those rounds. She showed that she was running her hands. She showed that she was um, uh, landing. She showed that she was the aggressor. She had the uh, generalship. She took all, she took the, the beginning, okay? And so what Marshall was trying to do was pin her down and now land those hard shots that she said she was going to do. I'm going to hurt ya. I'm going to hurt ya. All right. So Clarissa was like, all right, you're going to hurt me, but guess what? I'm going to take these damn rounds. Okay, you're going to hurt me. But that don't mean you're not going, I, I ain't going to take these rounds. So she got that out the way. And after four rounds in, she said, all right, bitch, let's fight. And that's what happened. So now in them continuing, okay, Marshall was able to now do that thing that Tyson Fury does. And what a lot of simpletons don't understand out here is, number one, Tyson Fury is a heavyweight. Heavyweights fight completely different from the lower weight classes. Don't you all notice that? Heavyweights move slower. Heavyweight, three minutes is for heavyweights, okay? They take their time, right? So in coming in and trying to show Savannah Marshall the same type of style that Tyson Fury fights was not very smart. That's a heavyweight fighter style. That's number one. Number two, she's fighting uh shields and trying to use her weight against shields like how tyson fury used his weight against wilder but the difference is it's two minutes you're not thinking it's two minutes she gonna recover in a minute and the time you take in pressing your body on her, you give it, you're sacrificing opportunities to land shots and score. It's two minutes. This is women's boxing. You see what I'm saying? Like they putting men, they putting trainers and men in this industry, in, in this game that wasn't never there before, that don't understand what this thing means. And you got people out here talking about it and commentating on shit that they don't understand. You can't play that game with two minutes. She's gonna go, but she's in shape. You laying on her for one to two minutes, you sacrificing your opportunities to score. She's scoring. She's turning you around. She looks like the busier one because all you want to do is put your weight on her and land the odd one or two shots. That doesn't look good in two minutes. Maybe if you had three minutes and you were able to push her around and do all that shit that Tyson Fury did to Wild, uh, Wilder, then it would look like something. 
But for two minutes, you just she just looked like she was doing this the whole time. And then in her doing that and Clarissa Shields running her hands, it looked like she was getting knocked around in there. Generalship. Okay. She wasn't posting Clarissa Shields. She wasn't grabbing, spinning, chucking her. She wasn't doing none of that. And that's what she should have did. She was clearly the bigger fighter. Clarissa Shields couldn't manage and wrestle her. She should have tied her up from the beginning, walked her back, chucked her in the ropes. And this is another thing that I noticed, that I saw. She was fighting Clarissa Shields off the ropes and the commentator was saying, oh, if Clarissa Shields would win the fight, is because her back was on the ropes. Dummy, let me tell you something. Let me tell you how women fight, okay? We don't have upper body strength. We don't have bang. So you know, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna let the secret out right now. We have legs, ass, and hips. And what we do is we bounce off the ropes and use the momentum from our body to follow through with the shots. We use the ropes. We use the ropes, bounce off, come back, bounce off, come back. That's how sugar, sugar, I love, I, I love the ropes, right? I don't have to generate no power from the ground now. I'm using the ropes to propel my body weight forward into the shot. Women fight differently than males. A couple male fighters I seen do that. And I think, I suppose that's where we got it from. I know Pernell Whitaker was one that did what used to do it. Good, great. Used to love to see him. Y'all don't remember that sometimes y'all used to see him hold on to the ropes and boom. That's where we get that shit from. That's, that's what we use, right? So Clarissa Shields was using the momentum all 165 pounds bouncing off the ropes and coming through, bouncing off the ropes and coming through. Okay, because she knew Marshall was strong. The, all, the best thing she could do is hurl her body at Marshall, which is what she was doing when she was fighting off the ropes, which when she was using the ropes. Now I saw the adjustment that Marshall made. Oh, we got some guys coming. Cedric Sports Training, what up, sugar? Preach, I agree with you 100%. Listen, thanks for tuning in, Seti. Thank you. Oh, y'all got me feeling all warm and fuzzy and special inside. Thank you, Seti. Um, and I'm glad that you you agree with me because... um. Like you a general out here. We got a couple generals in the room, you know, and, and I want you, you trained, you trained one of the best uh, female fighters out here now, you know, Mary Spencer, you know, and, and, and in doing that, like, I, I'm, I'm sure you understand that, you know, training for these two minutes, training women and, and understanding our dynamic is, it's, it's completely different. It's, it's, it's not the same as male boxing. And, and that's what I loved about this mega match, this mega fight, this mega card, because 
it highlighted that. It, you just needed to understand it. You needed someone to break it down, which that's what Sugar's doing to y'all for y'all tonight, really breaking it down. Because I've been watching ever since then. I had to wait my turn. But, you know, I'm, I'm watching all these other um, fight uh, when all of a sudden everybody are, is breaking down women's boxing and everyone's interested in women's boxing. Where y'all asses was at when you really needed to th learn about this? Huh? When when women were are when all the real women fights was out here, all of a sudden, all of a sudden you got a show, and then on your show you ain't saying nothing, you ain't doing nothing but wasting people time. <laughs> but if y'all y'all want to debate with sugar, like you know, I'm I'm ready. You could come on my show, and I'm gonna come on your show. Right. Because y'all can't tell you can't tell me nothing. <laughs> right. So um, what I'm saying about this, you know, the Marshall fight was Marshall had a the the the. She had the worst game plan or strategy that she could have ever had for fighting Clarissa Shields. She had, she did have all the advantages. She did. She had the height. She had the range. She had the size. She had the power. She had enough to be champion. She had enough to beat Clarissa Shields. But also again, the mind and the heart I don't think she really believed that she was the champion. I really don't think she believed that she was the one to have that belt. And you can see how she, she was even in the in the dressing room and everything before the fight. She was just like, okay, let the chips fall where it may. She wasn't like Clarissa, where Clarissa was. You could see it in Clarissa, right? Clarissa did, really did not know what she was going to do, but she knew she was going to win, right? She said, oh, you got power? Clarissa knew she was going to get beat up. Clarissa knew she was going to get hurt, and she did. Savannah Marshall beat on Clarissa. There were moments in that fight where she touched Clarissa's body, and Clarissa said, oh, that's you? I seen it. And I enjoyed it. Why? Because, not because Clarissa got hurt with a shot. I enjoyed it because Clarissa had to extend herself. And that's what this is about. You can't be queen sitting on the throne comfortable. That throne ain't comfortable. That seat, being champion, ain't supposed to be comfortable. That's the most uncomfortable seat anybody could sit in. Right? And I just kind of felt she was too comfortable. So Savannah Marshall did her job where she, I think she helped Clarissa understand that there are people out here that will hurt her, right? Because she hadn't been dropped since Hannah Gabriel dropped her. She hadn't been hurt since that. So... You know, um, 
looking at a couple images of her after, because I knew I've had a couple rough fights too. You know, I've been hit hard too. Um, so we, I mean, we're not seeing Clarissa Shields really after the fight, but I know both of her eyes are probably swole shut. I know, you know, she got that black and blue or whatever. I know she got bruises. I know her ribs feel kind of bruised and everything. Um, but, you know, she also feels like she, like a million bucks, like she has a suit of armor because she made it through that fire. And so, once again, you see the evolution of women's boxing, where you see a woman abroad that has fought everything that they throw at her. They've thrown everything at Clarissa Shields and she's taken it. And this last one, she stepped to it. You didn't see Clarissa Shields running. Clarissa Shields wasn't no track star. She fought the hell out of Savannah Marshall. You didn't see that Katie Taylor bullshit. That's what I'm saying. All four of those fighters showed up supposedly the, the uh, greatest women pound for pound fighter, Katie Taylor. Cause ain't none of them run from a damn fight. They did what they signed up for and they showed up. And that's what we want to see. And that's what sold that arena out. And that's what people pay pay-per-view for. We don't, we, we don't pay to see a bitch run away from a fight. Okay. Um, proud of all four of those broads. Women's Boxing Channel says, one criticism about the card was Sky matched too many novices versus talented boxers, such as Price, Dubois, Ardenstahl. Card would be hugely more massive if matchroom and boxer fighters fought each other. Um, let, me, let me even add one up, one up on that criticism. Don't nobody give a shit about them broads. <laughs> Don't nobody care. I think I saw the highlights and they were matching them. They matched them up with some real deal tomato journey women. That's not what I showed up to see. Um, I guess they did their job in making sure, you know, they the ring stayed warm while everybody got beer and popcorn. For when the real fight started, because I wasn't like none of those undercards stood out or was very interesting at all, at all. But they got time. Them broads got time. Remember, they sub 10. I don't even look at a sub 10 broad. I don't even look at a broad who's sub 10 unless she fighting killers and wasn't no killers in there. They should have had them fight each other. Just like how when Clarissa Shields made her pro debut, she fought Franchon Cruz. That was a great pro debut. Why they didn't, why didn't they find some of these girls contenders in the amateurs, some great contenders in the amateurs, give them a good um, offer and have them fight some of these girls on this card. They put them with tomato cans. Like that's done. That's old. That's dusty. That's done. 
women's boxing is not that anymore. Okay. You cannot do not show up at the party with, um, you know, gear that's out of style with them old ass sketches on. I'm sorry. I mean, sketches are like the shit, right? But you don't show up to a high school dance wearing your elementary school sketches on. Don't do that. Right? We all growed up now. Okay? We want to see we want to see contention. We want to see, you know, we want to see these girls extending themselves out the gate now because we know that there is talent out there. The well, the pool is saturated. The pool is deep. It's not, you can't use, like they used to lie back in the day and say, oh, wait, there's not enough talented women boxers. There was always talented women boxers, right? We just didn't have the spotlight and we didn't have the means to to show a lot of those women on the different platforms so they could, so a lot of great contenders were conveniently ignored. Sugar. Okay. Um, I was just blessed to have the little glimmers of, of, um, of opportunities that I did have, but I was avoided like the plague, right? Because nobody really wanted to fight. Right. So bittersweet for me. What a time to be a woman's boxer. What a time. Okay. Because nowadays, if you want to fight, you'll get a fight. Um, Michael Orr says, I fully agree with women's boxing channel. Yeah. I mean, I like, I like that y'all I like that y'all y'all are fan enough of fans of I mean y'all like women's boxing enough to like all women boxers. I like that. But um I have to, you know, I I I have to I I I got to be real. I got to be me. You know, I got to be someone who's been in this game, who who knows the game. And us in this game can never be excited about a broad who has less than 10 fights. Can't get excited about a broad that has less than 10 fights. I don't care who you are. I don't care who she is, right? Unless she's coming out fighting killers. That's the only, you know, even when I was sub 10. And the, the only reason why, you know, anyone was really looking at me when I was sub 10 is because I was knocking broads flat. Like I was literally knocking people out. Um, and that was it. And my, my people wasn't cherry picked, right? I fought who I could. I fought and I gave, I gave everyone, if, when I ever I had the opportunity, I gave everyone a, fight a, a fighting chance against me. And I won some and I lost some, right? I, I think I came out still pretty, pretty well. I've had, you know, some robberies, you know, and, and I've had, I've been, I've been dropped and stopped and I came back, you know? So, but I mean, that, authentically is the, is the journey. 
a lot of us, a lot of us broads and crones don't even get to make it that far. Okay. Um, women's boxing channel says, yes, but you're agreeing with me and Mike sugar. I'm not saying that I, like I said, um, I'm not disagreeing. What I'm saying is right. What I'm saying is I, what y'all see, I don't see. Right. So when you talking about a sub 10 fighter, I, I don't even see her. I don't because she doesn't have, um, that sub 10 ain't got the seasoning that sub 10 ain't taking the chances that sub 10 ain't that sub 10 ain't doing nothing different than any other female is doing when she gets to 10 and 10 plus then you start to see a broad come into her own win or lose i don't even care if she has a winning record or not because in women's boxing it's not about the record it's about the broad so i don't care if she has a winning record or a losing record i care about what she does when she gets in the ring how she performs okay so when she gets when a broad gets to about 10 fights winning record or losing that's who you that's when you see who she is in there that's when you see it, what kind of heart she got. That's when you see what her style is. That's when you see her resilience. That's what you see. That's when you see a real woman fighting in there. Oh, we're not talking about when she gets to croneship, right? When she become that old lady in there in her mid to late thirties doing her damn thing, right? We're not even talking about that because a broad and a crone, <laughs> two different thought processes, two different mentalities, right? A broad still, she got still got pep. She'll still do it the hard way. That crone, that crone know how to fuck your mind. That crone know how to fuck your body. That crone know how to lie that crone know how to cheat a little bit that love that crone know how to make it a fight win or lose because she's been through the shit she's with the shits and that's what it's about that's what it's about somebody gonna win but at the end of the day we want to see how it's done and the entertainment is how how she did what? She put them. She put them hands together, and she and she slammed her in the corner. What? She posted her ass and mushed her through the the, the middle rope. I'm not seeing that stuff yet, but that's what crones do, right? Crones are nasty in there. Crones are total bitches in there, and it's just. Yummy to watch. Um, where are we? Uh, about my father's business says, I remember if I can recall, you were avoided at an amateur bout. 
uh, we were back then. You're probably right about my father's business. I, when, amateurs, when I was an amateur, that's when the, the showdown was the showdown. Okay. That's just how, this is how women's boxing, um, evolved. So I, I was a part of that first generation, that first class of amateurs where we were getting properly trained. We are, we were skilled and the national championships, the world champ, those were where shit went down. It wasn't so much in the pros. The pros were still women that were that they could fight, but they weren't skilled. Okay, so uh, there was a tournament. It was a national tournament where only one person weighed in in my weight class, and I was I fought at one forty seven. Her name was Jill Emery out of New York. She was about six foot tall, and I'm I'm gonna just tell you all my numbers now. Um, sugar is about five, seven. So she was six foot and I was, a, I, because like I told you, I'm not lying. Like I was stopping girl. I was stopping girls with the headgear and, and the amateur, this was before they, they were using the rubber gloves that bounce back. I hated, I also was a part of the first class that used the rubber gloves because the first time I hit a broad hard with the rubber gloves, the the harder you hit with these amateur rubber gloves now, the the more bounce. It's like it bounces off, right? So it, they're designed so now less impact to the person and the um, power that that's the the impact is now reverb like reverberated back into the glove. So it bounces, boom, boom, boom. You know you hitting and it bounces off right i hated that because i'm a power puncher so all my shots were like just bouncing off so i had to settle down and learn to pick shots and that's when i do that's when i learned to dig into the body because the 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 punches aren't gonna bounce off of the body body's nice and squishy right it's going to bounce off the headgear, right? It's going to bounce off the head. But the, the squishy bits, oh, it nestles so nicely in there. So that's when I started understanding the value of hitting to the body. Um, okay, so who comes in? Rob uh, Gorey? Hey, Rob. Thanks for chiming in. Um off of LinkedIn. Okay. I didn't know I was on there, but thanks. Hey. Um, so Rob, any input on top three newcomers to watch? Are you talking about newcomers? My, the newcomers that I'm taught that, that I would mention are, are ladies that ha are just now reaching the 10 mark, right? they're just approaching the 10 mark going up into 15 and 20 fights. Um, I mean, I call them out. I say they're not newcomers. Um, 
because I don't, I'm not impressed with any newcomers just yet. Um, who to watch? I'm always saying this, Tiara Brown. Who to watch? Raquel Miller. Who to watch? Melissa St. Bill, who's now a crone that they've left on ice. Um, who is a real contender for Katie Taylor, Amanda Serrano, anyone, Michaela Meyer, Bumgardner, okay? Melissa St. Ville, okay? Y'all sleeping on her. She is someone, um, she fought Delphine Pursoon, and she, I mean, Delphine Pursoon was the only person that really uh, did anything to her from what I seen. I think she, she got the towel thrown in she got stopped in that match, but I think Melissa St. Bill is someone y'all need to now throw into the mega and super matches for opportunities because she's been out. She's a crow now. She's seasoned. Um, and I think she's very entertaining to watch. She, she, she has come into her own. Um, who else? I should say, um, what's her name? Uh, Neeks from, from Australia did her thing just recently. I'm, I, I may watch her again. You know, she, um, she, she put on a, a good little show. Um, I, I, I got, I don't know if she got busted up or she busted up the girl, but it got quite bloody in there. But, um, I mean, she, Shernika, out of um John Sharnika Johnson, I think, out of Australia. Um, let's see. There's some of my um Latin American gals too. Um, but the the names uh sugar's bad with names. I'm gonna come back though. I'm come. I'll come back on the next show with a list, right? Um. A, a lookout list for y'all. Okay. That's what I'll do. But thanks for asking. Uh, thanks for asking, Rob. I really appreciate a good question. Thanks for asking. Now you gave me some homework and I love it. Mwah. Thank you. Um, let's see. Ho says, check out Knuckle Up at four on this channel. New prospects every day. Okay. And host, can you remind since since you talking since we on Sugar Show, can you remind everybody to like, subscribe, and share? Yeah, uh, y'all like, subscribe, share some of this sugar. Like, y'all press the like button now, and y'all press the subscribe button now. Okay, and share it, share it with somebody. Um, yeah. They got Female Fridays. I always try to show up for that, you know, that they talking with, um, about up-and-comer sub-tens, you know. I wish I had that coming up. You have to be a real badass for, for them to really pay attention to you also if you were sub-10 coming up in women's boxing when I, when I was coming up. So I guess that's why I have that sub 10 theory, you know, because here today gone tomorrow in women's boxing, you could be a badass for five fights and then one bad fight, 
they disappear off the map. So I don't like to waste my time. Um, Michael Orr says, hey, Rob, welcome. I will, everyone, you know, um, welcome everybody to the Sugar Show. Women's Boxing Channel says, disagree because Sandy Ryan reached number two at 140. Here you go with Sandy Ryan. After five fights, here we go. Price and Dubois are so watchable because of their AMS success to see how they develop. But I want them to be matched versus equal talent, not novices. Exactly why I said that's not going to happen until they get to 10 fights. And your girl Sandy Ryan reaching number two at 140 is because her people then paid a bill. You not you were you were there with the belts and bodies episode, but you love you some Sandy Ryan. Hear her ass come from from. Okay, Sandy Ryan at one hundred forty pounds. She reached number two. That's a phone call. That's a conversation. She didn't fight her way up there like Alicia Bumgardner. Right, like she got an opportunity. She fought a a a um. She fought. Uh, Farias, Farias said, no, we going to pay the bill on this belt. No, the bitch can't have my belt. And I guess Farias couldn't come up with the, with the bill payment. So there was like, well, y'all going to fight again because Sandy Ryan people them said that she was going to pay the bill. And that's how that opportunity came up. Sandy Ryan ain't Sandy Ryan ain't come to no, uh, number two off the strength of, no, of her uh, skid row. No, boo-boo. Um, Women's Boxing Channel says, I agree the seasoned fighters top 10 are the ones to watch. But I'd say also the elite new talent who are up and coming are well worth talking, taking note of. And I beg to differ, differ. We women, we're not men. You cannot talk about a woman, a upcoming women fighter like that. We are emotional beings. That's why nobody took a chance. Nobody used to take chances on women's boxers, women boxers back in the day, because life happens to us. Life hits us big. We fall in love. We get our heart broken. We have babies. We get into messed up relations. All of this shit affects women differently than men. And all of those things destroy great careers, great prospects. And until a broad gets to 10 fights, only then you will see if she's really about it or not. That's why I'm, that's why I'm saying that like you got, that's a part of the seasoning. A part of the seasoning is being on forced hiatus is being, is not having fights. is not being, not being able to have your shit come together, not knowing when your next fight's going to be not knowing if you're going to be, have a promoter, you know, going through all of that. That's women's boxing, right? That's the seasoning. It's not everything that happens in the ring. Sorry, that was something I was playing with in my hand. 
right? It's not just in the ring for women's boxing. That's why that our story, that's why it's about the broad. It's our stories. Some of us have happy endings. Some of us fall in love, get married and say, fuck this boxing shit. Look at Callie Ray. She's a movie star now. She was a great prospect before. Even a belt holder, right? She ran off with them people, them belt and opportunities. They robbed Mary, uh, Mary McGee out of the tournament. Chantel Cameron got robbed out of a tournament. Good thing now she'll be fighting McCaskill. That's a good fight coming up. Um, Women's Boxing says, so what do you think of Ramadan versus Sugar Neeks? I think that's a good matchup. Um, I think Ramadan is a great boxer. Sugar Neeks is, uh, she got pop. Neeks got pop. So it all depends on the style that comes to the table. It really does. Um, I'm leaning towards Ramadan because uh, the the amateur style is still, you know, it still wins fights now and it's still pre- prevalent. But Sugar looked like she got some pops and she looked like she get gritty in there too. So if she rubs up Ramadan, um, good enough, she'll mess around and win. Rob Gorey says yes. Um, Ho says Neeks won, which she did, yes. Rob Gore says, how do we get these ladies new and current more media time? These ladies are amazing. Rob, thank you. I like that. I wish I, I, I wish there was, uh, where were you? Where were you when I was, when I was out there? Um, we, we give them more media time and, and all of that by talking about them, by showing up to the sugar show like this by by exchange you just having conversations on on platforms like this uh, about them and then the more people hear about them the more people want to know about them and and the more people uh want to have something to say about them that's how um they get more media time and that and you know that's how the interest grows and builds for these ladies um ho says like subscribe and share and i agree rob i hope you liked it i hope you liking it and please subscribe okay uh e do little i seen you coming in with the laugh what's that laugh about what's the laughy face about mm? 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 <laughs> um uh women's boxing channel says why you you say here we go sandy ryan you always going on about tiara brown who ain't half the fighter you don't know what a whole fighter is women boxing channel i'm schooling you baby don't fight it i'm going on and on about uh tiara brown because she deserves it um and i'm trying to help you understand that sandy ryan needs a little bit more seasoning she needs some seasoning that's what I'm saying. Um, uh, St. Bill only fought pursuing who was worth salt. Um, you need to look at women's boxing channel. This ain't video games. Okay, look at uh, Melissa St. Bill's skid row. This ain't video games. 
when we these broads just because what you're looking at you women's boxing channel you seem to like hype you seem to fall in love with the hype okay we talking about actual tough people like tough contenders that get in there that's what we're talking about right the sugar show ain't never about hype and ain't never about celebrating hype okay so if you feel good about the hype that's good okay i guess we need that somewhere but it ain't gonna be here baby right saint bill only fought pursuing you need to do some homework right she fought um garula she fought and this is just off the top of my head she she fought and beat up um camara which just because i'm not i ruined camara but that doesn't mean camara is easy okay um who else like this girl got a story saint bill the broad got a good story um Women's Boxing Channel says, I ain't allowed to mention certain fighters. I didn't say you couldn't mention them. What I'm saying is, like, talk about your fighters. Mention the hype, right? But, like, don't, don't try to, don't try to fit, fit it in where it ain't no room. There's no room for where you you trying to fit Sandy Ryan in and no, ain't nobody don't nobody nobody knows her like nobody really knows her she hasn't done anything she's not seasoned so how you gonna fit her she's not seasoned into the conversation she's 140 that's a hot weight class right she's at number five you call in her name she's sub maybe Sandy Ryan should have fought Dubois or one of them girls on these cards. I don't know what they weight classes is. Maybe they should have had her fight one of these girls on the cards. But I don't like until until these until these sub five. I mean sub ten women are matching up with each other. There's no conversation to have about them. Um, I mentioned all names, not just Ryan. So please don't roll eyes at her or anyone saying i roll my eyes however i want the only person that ever stopped me from rolling my eyes was grant my grandmammy and my mama and they the only two that ever smacked me i let smack me anybody else i'll roll my damn i'll roll it up and down the street if i want it to um women's boxing channel says Helen Joseph only ever beat Shannon O'Connell, nobody else, but Shannon. Okay. Um, you, here you go. Layton. Helen Joseph. We talked about Helen Joseph just having the same style as Hamadouj, the same. She's Taylor. Her style is Taylor made for mayor. mayor. Let's stay on topic. Okay. Um, E. Doolittle, the rubber gloves bouncing off headgear. Yes, E. Doolittle, you just don't even know how frustrating it was. When that started happening, I said, yeah, this ain't, this Emmys ain't for me. 
right? They, they This Amy stuff ain't for me. Women's Boxing Channel says, why Tara Brown deserve anything? She's done nothing whatsoever, never fought anyone because she has been avoided. She hasn't fought anyone because no contenders will fight her. Your hype, the hype girls won't give her an opportunity. That's why I bring up Tiara Brown. Tiara Brown was a, a highly accomplished amateur fighter. She's been fighting for years. She's a crone now. She has tried, tried to fight, stood on everybody's doorstep and was ignored. That's why I'm bringing up Tiara Brown. She's been in this game. She's done enough to have an opportunity and make some money. E. Doolittle, St. Bill won against Han, and Han was ain't no joke neither. Jennifer Han ain't no joke. Thank you, E. Doolittle. Looks like somebody's doing homework out here. Now we talking. St. Bill, Jennifer Han. You talking about nobody? That's somebody. If you was doing your homework out there, y'all would know. Y'all would know these, these who, who we talk about. And Han was a highly accomplished amateur. Uh, women's Boxing says, WTF, Ryan beat Erica uh, Farias, who was the world's all-time highest-ranked fighter for seven years running, LOL. She's a two-time, two-weight world champion. She ain't paid a bill. Next, and women's boxing says Z, 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 Z. And on that note, with women's boxing channel and his Z's, I guess it's time to call it a night because I got a basketball game to go to. Thank you guys for chiming in, okay? This was a great conversation, okay? And I will come back next week with my uh, top 10 to look out for. Um, Like, subscribe, share some of this sugar. And y'all come back, y'all let me know what who y'all are hearing about, who y'all think um, is, is um, noteworthy, are noteworthy broads out here for us to look at and why. Let me know what type of matchups you want to see with these new wet-nosed broads coming out here. And let me know who the season, what season broads you'd like to watch too, okay? And we got some badass crones that are still doing it. We got a lot, a lot of entertainment, a lot of action, okay? It was a great chat tonight, you guys, and I love every last one of you. Women's Boxing Channel, Michael Orr, E. Doolittle. Um, who else we got? Um, and not in any particular order either, okay? Um, Rob Gorey, okay, about my father's business. All y'all, steady sports training. Thank you guys for showing up. It's been two hours almost, okay? And we've been talking to talk, talk, and I love, love, love it, okay? Come on back and see me next Wednesday at 7.30 uh, p.m., okay? My face will be in the place. may not be the same space, but the face going to be the same in the place. Okay. All right, you guys have a good week. And until next Wednesday,
All right, be safe and have a good weekend. Bye-bye.